racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico. And he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. Yes, hello and welcome. Green Light On Premier Racing podcast time once again. Counting down to the Meadows, Saturday the 8th of October. And we've got 12 races on the program. The sad, sad news straight off the top. No Corey Smith on this episode. He's uh, unfortunately called in six. So I, I wasn't too sure if I was going to take that excuse, but uh, I thought it was only fair. He's been working really hard, our man Smithy out there at the Meadows. And he's been finding a little bit of form on the tip. So a week off, a freshen up, and uh, I think he'll jump a bit better next week. And uh, hopefully he can get the job done. So Smithy out, JVDM still in. It's a one-man show this week. Run of the week. Well, I'm not going to muck around because it's just me and you, the listeners. So uh, we'll rip straight into run of the week now from last Saturday night. And I thought it was hard to go past a greyhound by the name of Hummock. Now, I know we've been a bit of a fan favourite of this dog for some time on this podcast. We're always mentioning how good Hummock's going. But when I broke down the sections and the run home time of of last week's run, it, it was just such a big performance. Now... I clocked Hummock running home approximately 12.20, and that's including the clip over Quincy Bale uh, on the home corner. So given Hummock was in front off the back, he probably comes home in around about 12.10, 12.15, which is absolutely elite. And I've been saying for some time that, that he looks to me like a, a genuine sale cup type of greyhound, and that's exactly, I think, the plan for Hummock, and this is how he went about it, coming from behind to win the fifth-grade final Saturday night. Set. There to go. Racing and so to success a little bit slow to begin and pace after the start there from Quincy Bar going quickly takes lead down the straight from our Fabio second moving up the tackle. Five lengths away then Foxy Bervsky followed by Luna Star. Well back on the inside there came so to success out to the tail last and pride untapped about third last. Go down the back straight on us. Race on in front here. Quincy Bar on the inside and our Fabio two lengths away then came Hummock. Uh, they were followed on the outside then by Luna Star followed by Foxy Bervsky then untapped as they come to the turn out. Quincy Bar still the leader, trying very hard as Hummock down the outside, it's swept to the lead now Hummock and comes away to win it from Quincy Bale and Luna Star, untapped and Foxy Bervsky together, a gap side of success now like early, followed further back here by Aston Pride and now Fabio on the time Absolutely elite performance then from a greyhound that I think is going to develop into a very very good stayer and as I said just a moment ago, a genuine I think one to pencil in for the uh, the Sale Cup series, which is fast approaching. So another big win for Hummock. Well done to Clint Capuano. He's got the Greyhound absolutely humming at the moment, and that was another outstanding performance from he. Saturday's preview. Well, I said straight off the top, there's no mucking about on this podcast. It's just me and you sitting there having a chat about Greyhound Racing, and I think I've got a few winners for this Saturday night meeting. We are going to catch up with gun trainer Ashley Terry, who's got a couple of key players in the first few races to kickstart the night. Race one set to bounce at 6.27. First event on the program. Thought this was a very, very even race. I know Grandoro's going to run a long odds on favourite, but I think he's a risk from the draw. Yes, he's the fastest dog in the race, if not one of the fastest dogs at the meeting. I just think he's a risk from the alley. I'm tipping number one each way, Federal Outlaw, hopefully to lead and then try and control the race from there. Race number two now, I'm with one Aston Wander. 
Aston Wonder has uh, made the, the wander over to the, the Campbell Kennel. And his last few months of work, I think, have been really, really good. He's obviously enjoying the new kennel conditions. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he's fresh. He's racing well. And he's showing a good amount of early speed. I thought his win at Bendigo was outstanding recently. So I'm with race two, number one, Aston Wonder. Race three, one of the better bets of the night here, I think, Hanel Bale. She makes her own luck. She's a fast beginner. Not an overly deep race. I'm looking forward to chatting to Ash Terry shortly about Amlin Fidget to get some kind of idea on how he sh- how she's going to go first up uh, around the meadows. It is her first start at the track and distance. Race number four now. This one over the 600, mix four and five. I'm tipping uh, number one wheel and go. I think two's the, the runner to beat, so does success. But I just thought the price, the differential shouldn't be there, not the way that it is. And hence I'm tipping at number one, probably on a, on a unit basis of one unit to win four units to place. Race five, I'm with six Zimnin Bale, up to 600 metres, I think will suit. We'll need luck from the draw, but uh, given a touch of luck, he's clearly the dog to beat. Now, race six, Kasaya, number one on top. He's just got a love affair with the Meadows. He's going to be very hard to beat, and he is Corey Smith's best bet of the night. I didn't let him off that easy. Still required a best bet, and he was good enough to deliver with Kasaya. Race seven, I'm tipping eight, Jungle Panther. Even though he wants off, sometimes... His best runs aren't done from wide draws, so that's the only concern I have, but there's an obvious lack of pace in this for a mix four and five in town. Race eight, my best bet of the night here, number one, Town Rocker, drawn beautifully, dominant heat win last time, only needs to reproduce that, and I think if he can go through and lead, it'll be game, set, match pretty early, so keen on race eight, number one. Race nine, Valor Bale, this Greyhound's just going through the grades beautifully, very, very strong type. There's seven in the race originally, who knows, by Saturday night, there might be a scratching or two and I think the smaller the field the better for Valor Bailey such a strong type the red should lead and he might get a nice tag into the event race 10 on with one Alfie Alligator Mr Consistent uh, Corey Smith's one of his uh, favourite dogs isn't it old Alfie Alligator I think he'll run well from the inside race 11 I also rate this is one of my better bets of the night we will be needing to pull the whip late that's Manoli Magic I just think we'll come across lead control and be very, very hard to beat. Race 11, number seven. The key is crossing the six at the start, because if we don't do that, uh, it's not going to win. Manoli Magic has to lead to win. And race 12, the last at 11 past 10. I'm tipping number two, Rio Baskin. Hunters, punting club. Hunters, punting club ahead of the Meadows. Uh, I'm going with uh, Town Rocker, my best bet of the night. Pretty obvious what I'm doing there. Uh, $25 each way. Just a bit of a cautious bet, but I think if Town Rocker can lead uh, and hold them out early, it'll win. The only concern I had was if a Greyhound like Limit Switch could really spear the start and cross, and then obviously Town Rocker's going to have to work pretty hard, but I really think the Reds are a good each way play race eight, number one, and our man Smithy, he's feeling confident enough not to come on the podcast, but still deliver hopefully a knockout blow. Uh, he's with number one in race six, Kasaya, $50 the win, so good luck to our man smithy this saturday night inside info a very special guest on inside info this week well and truly a part of the family on this podcast i speak of ashley terry and as always she's on the line raring to go ash how are you i'm good how are you i'm going well hey uh, i think we can announce uh, on the podcast it's not an exclusive but uh, another one on the way yeah, a bit, probably a bit crazy, but <laughs> got another one on the way. Let's talk a little bit about uh, racing. Obviously, uh, you, you're living down there now. You've made the move from uh, from the other side of Melbourne, Warrigal, over to uh, to Geelong uh, with your, 
I definitely wouldn't call him the better half, that's for sure, Nathan Rooney. Um, how, how are things going down there? Um, as far as, like, I, I love it down here. The um, environment's great down here. Um, it's, like, plenty to do and it's a lot more to do down here than Nilma. But, um, yeah, the the dogs are having a bit of a quiet patch at the moment, but that's that happens anywhere, I think. So, yeah. That's all about to change because you've come on the podcast that just produces winner after winner. Before we talk about the dogs, I know you're a, a mad Collingwood supporter and we do like to touch on the uh, the football every now and then on this podcast. And I, being a Magpie supporter, was pretty pretty proud of their efforts this year. How, how did you take uh, 2022 as a year as a whole? Uh, yeah, I think, I think we overachieved. I don't think anyone could say that we didn't. Um, it was obviously, it was, it was a hard watch you know, being so far down against Sydney and then almost getting the win. Mm. Um, it was a very uh, hard because it was one of those things you had to be proud of them because they gave it everything, but still a little bit disappointing to not make the, the final, especially Geelong. Now being a local Geelong person, it's, it's a pretty big deal to me. So <laughs> uh, that, that one hurts a little bit, but uh, hopefully we'll come back better next year and, Yes, there we go. Well, now that you've moved to Geelong, do you ever think about moving away from Collingwood and uh, going for the Mighty Cats? <laughs> Not a no chance. chance. No. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> hey, before we chat about Saturday night, uh, we were recording this, what is it, 2 o'clock on Thursday afternoon, roughly. You are racing a Greyhound tonight at Sandown. Now, I will endeavour to get this episode out well and truly before the Sandown meeting. So for those lucky listeners that happen to tune in and listen to Saturday before Thursday, have you got much on Hennessy that we should know about? Uh, look, he's, he's obviously getting a bit older now. I think he's about three and a half now. Um, he's he's old as ever. Um, he's just he's up a little bit in class, and it, it is a little bit harder as they get a bit older. So, um, look, the racing around the country has got a lot stronger, and that comes with the prize money increase, which is great, but it does attract a lot more people to the country. So thought it's about time to take him back to Sandown where he, he does – his race, his race there was really well. He raced well there and trialled really well there. Um, so we just thought we'd just give it a go and, and see where he's at. Um, look, there's a little bit of speed in the race, but like I, I would like to see him be able to find the top, you know, and be in the top positions. And if he can run a place, I'd be really happy with that. What about the Meadows Saturday? You've got uh, two youngsters going around. Race one, number three, Devastation, one of the greyhounds that you bred through the, the burn-like fire litter, I think it is. Is that the right one, Ash? It is, yeah. Yeah. Drawn box number three, what do, you, what do you make of that? First go in town, bring some, some really nice country form to the city. Are you you're confident of a decent showing? I know Anthony Azapati's got the $1.30 favourite, clearly hard to beat, but when I did the form, I thought box six for the odds on he, I think he's worth taking the risk against. Look, ours, he goes okay. He's, he's certainly not as good as his brother. Um, but, again, it was one of those things. That, um, he's been racing in really hard company for grade six, sevens, which they can be really hard to, to get out of. Um, so I'd like to just try and get him up over 500 and try and let him find the front a little bit more. And, again, like there's no way he could run to the similar ability of Anthony's if Anthony's comes out. But... Um, I just think he'll be a uh, okay low-grade uh, city dog. It might not be this week, but I think he, he does, you know, he's got a little bit of speed and he's always there about. So, again, if he can come out and run a place, he's a 
great little box dog. So hopefully um, he comes out and just runs up to his best. Race number three, you're against one of my better bets of the night. Um <laughs> I don't know that's going to go down too well, but I think Hanel Bale's going to be very, very hard to beat, Ash, off box number one. But Amlin Fidget, now, she is an interesting dog because when she does put it all together and she's done very well from wide draws time to time, she she can go with a a lot of very handy dogs. How how did you see the race and and how did you see the draw playing out for you as well with race three, number eight? Look, she is definitely, she does want the pink, um, but I do, I think it's very, very hard to win from box eight. She has got a really bad habit, and especially at the moment, I trolled her there the other day, and she she sits, sits down in the boxes, so she's not the best box dog. Um, mm. If she comes out, she can. She's got a fair bit of ability, um, but at the moment, we're still. It, she's going back to old ways where one one week she'll come out good, and the next week she'll come out terrible. So she she missed the start last week and found a lot of trouble at Bendigo. So uh, it was just one of those that we just forget about. Um, but yeah, look. If she can come out and show some speed, like I've got no doubt she'll run the 500. It's just, I just don't know what dog I'm going to get, unfortunately. Um, she's a little bit like that. So one week she'll go well and the next week she, she'll miss the start. Now there's two lines, Ash, and I'm reading between them. Uh, I think your best chance is race three, uh, sorry, race one, number three, Devastation. Is that is that what you're thinking? Yeah, look, I, I'm not sure either of them can win, to be honest, but out of the two, I'd be more likely to lean towards the um, one in race one just because he's probably going to be a bigger price and I most runs he'll, he'll, do, he'll run up to his best whether that's good enough to run a place or not um, the other one the other one's probably a lot quicker than him but yeah she's just a, a bit up and down so <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be uh, suggesting anyone to put any money on her. Lash I'm going to be honest you've given us bugger all for Saturday night nothing to go <laughs> off can, can you give our lovely <laughs> listeners on this great podcast something to move forward one that one that you think in the kennel is worth putting into the watchdog black book and keeping an eye on as we progress throughout the year. Look uh, his brother um, incineration he is by far a lot quicker than he is. Um, he's probably the best dog that we've got coming through at the moment. Um, so prob- probably, I'd say probably him. He's, he's got a lot of speed and he's going to obviously have his first start over 500 next week in the semis of the Great Chase. So um, that will be interesting to see how he, he comes through the series. But, um yeah, so out of the kennel, probably his brother, Incineration. Well, you've delivered enough for me now, Ash. Uh, incineration's in my watchdog black book, and we're raring to go for those semis of the Great Chase. So, A, we wish you well for those. B, we wish you well for the Meadows uh, Saturday night. And C, we wish you well for uh, for Thursday night. And D, good luck with uh, the rest of the pregnancy as well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. And that wraps up a, a slick, fast episode of the Greenlight on Premier Racing podcast. I'm sure you've enjoyed it sitting at home tuning in and just uh, recapping my best bet, Town Rocker, race eight, number one at the Meadows Saturday night. Always gamble responsibly. Good luck and happy punning, folks. We'll chat to you for Sandown Park next Thursday night.